Passing this week's parsha says, "Ve'ela told us Aaron, Moshe b'yoyim diber Hashem es Moshe b'har Sinai." Following are the generations, the children of Moshe v'Aaron on the day Akharish Baruch spoke to Moshe and Har Sinai. Rashi says. It's interesting because it only mentions Aaron's kids. It says it's going to say Aaron and Moshe's kids. Vinikra told us Moshe, and yet they're still called Moshe's kids. Lefisha limdan Torah says Rashi because Moshe Rabbeinu taught them Torah. Malamed shekala malamed is ben chaveira Torah malalava kasev kilo yulada. Here is the source that somebody that teaches somebody else's son Torah, it's as if he gave birth to that child, and. I saw my friend the Reverend Booksman, he said that the pshat is, is that we know the Gemara tells us Gimel Shutfim Ba'adam, person's parents and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the person's parents are responsible for him physically, and the Rebbeinu Shalom is responsible for his Ruchniyastika growth. There is only a limited amount of Ruchniyast in a person when he's born. Ruchniyast needs to be acquired. So when a Rebbe teaches a kid Taira, he's actually the role of the third parent, the Rebbeinu Shleil. So the Ke'ilu Yuladai of a Rebbe when he inculcates a Talmud with Taira is not the role of a father or mother giving the kid physical sustenance, it's the role of giving the kid what the Rebbeinu Shleil's ingredient is. It's the Ruchnius that needs sustenance. But that's, that's just the general Pshat Chazal. But the Kasha that is screaming from this question is read the Pasuk. Be'ela told us Moshe Aaron, these are the children of Moshe Aaron. Rashi says they're only Moshe's children because he taught them Torah. Biyoyim diber Hashem es Moshe b'har Sinai? On the day that Moshe learned the Torah in Har Sinai, on the day Moshe had gotten the Torah in Har Sinai, he had not taught Aaron's children anything yet. The teaching of Aaron's children only happens after Moshe comes down from, from Arsinai and digests the tyrant Eil Mayid, and then he finally disseminates it to Aaron's children. At that point, it would be good to say, oh, Aaron's children, since they were taught Torah by Moshe, have a din of his children. That Yeah, that's after you taught them Torah. Abur, this pasuk clearly says, This is the very day that Moshe got the Torah in the first place. He hadn't taught Aaron's children Torah yet. So how therefore can Rashi and the Chazal say that he has a din of their parent because he, he taught them Torah, but he hadn't yet? The answer is, is that teaching Torah, but for that matter, anything in Yiddishkeit, it's not necessarily based on the results as much as it's based on the commitment and the desire for results. And since on that day, Aaron's children were committed and they had the idea and they had the plan and they had the dream of learning Kula by Moshe Rabbeinu, that is a lock. That once a person commits to learn, once a person is machlet, once a person makes that decision, has that drive, then the results are in. Because it's not about the results. It's about the drive, it's about the desire, it's about the commitment. And therefore, even though no actual Torah has been learned yet, but the commitment to learn Torah counts. And we see this all over. For instance, the Gemara in Bracha says that Shmuel Hanavi, was to be put to death by Eliyakayim because he was Meir Halacha Bifnei Rabbi. 
asks Taisus over there on Brachas Lamadal from the base, Al Asar, asks Taisus. But he just came that day. He hadn't learned anything by Eli. He wasn't his Rebbe yet. Says Taisus. He was behind. Says Taisus. Uba Lilmaid Lafanov. He came to learn in front of him that what's required to be called a Talmud, what's required to be called a product is not based on how much you learn, the results you get, quantitative or time-based, it's all commitment-based. And since that day, Shmuel came to learn. We find the same thing by Rish Lakish. We know that Rish Lakish, once he told Rabbi Yechanan that he's going to learn, he already lost his strength because learning Torah is not all about the results. It's not all about the final product. It's about the commitment. And once a person commits, that's all that's required. And this is the aside of Kabbalah Satayr, why Shavuos is such a yontif. I we haven't done anything yet. Yeah, because by Tyra, it's not so much the product, it's the commitment. That's Pashit. But it's not just Tyra. It's not just Tyra. It's everything in Yiddishkeit, and it's everything of value. And we find this elsewhere in this week's Parsha. It's a Mephorish Medrash. The Pasuk tells us a few psukim later, count the Leviim in their families from one month and older, take the census of the Leviim. Frank the Medrash, right there. Why would you want to count the Levi from 30 days old? He can't do any Levi tasks. He can't do any Levi Avedis from the time he's 30 days old. Says the Medrash, really? From 30 days, he can't do what you're about to tell the Levim they have to do. The Levim's job is to be Shemer the Elmayed, Shemer the Kalim, Shemer the Arab. But you can't do that from 30 days old. Why, asks the Medrash, would we count the Levim from 30 days old? Ella, Shiyumakablam Scharubayim at Shehemi ben Chaydish. This is not a ploy, but it's a method to backdate their schar. Since we count them as Levim from 30 days old, we get to give them schar from 30 days old, not from the day that they actually report for service. Not their in-service date, their inception date. The day they were 30 days old, we could start backdating their schar, not when they actually worked. Really? Is this a gimmick? Is this a ploy? No, the Medrash says, I'll prove this to you. At Meitzekasev, you find the same Pasuk Bishmul. The Navi tells us by Shmuel, by Yishbait Shmuel as Yisrael Kol Yamav. Shmuel was a Shafit over Klal Yisrael all of his days. And the Medrash breaks it down. No, he wasn't. For a couple of years he was nursing from his mother. He was no Shafit. Then for the next 40 years, then for the next 40 years, Eli was in his prime. And Eli was the Shaifet. Look at the list of Shaifetim. Eli was the Shaifet. So we're down 42 years off of Shmuel's life. In the end, Shaul was king, and that was the end of the era of Shaifetim. Says the Medrash, when you sift it out, when you run it through the spin cycle, you come out, Shmuel actually judged Klal Yisrael for 10 years. And yet, and yet, the Medrash, the Torah, the Pasuk, the Navi, credits Shmuel as having been a Shafet 
of Yisrael Kol Yomov. And that's the same idea that we're getting the Levim Schar from when they're 30 days old. What's the idea? What's the pshat? What's the method? Is it a gimmick? Is it a ploy? You just, you just change the dates like in, like in QuickBooks, you go back and readjust it from before? What's the kuntz? The Teretz is when it comes to Yiddishkeit, when it comes to Aveda, when it comes to service of the Rebbein Shalom, it's not the product. It's what made you. It's how you prepared for the product. Every single ingredient in your life, every single path and twist and turn and nook and cranny that you took in your life was in preparation for your Aveda. So even though you may start your career at 35, 40, whatever the age may be that you start your career and you actually ply your wares, but those 35 first years were not spent wasted. They were spent making your package that's enabling you to ply your wares at 35. Every part of a Yid's life is inculcating in him, is necessary, is what he needs to do what he does. And that's Arashkafa. That it's not the product, it's not the result, it's not the number at the end. It's what went into the product. So a Levi has been seeping Levikite in his life from the day he's 30 days old. From the day he's Yoytsimi de Nefel, his father was showing him Vos haste a Levi. What does it mean commitment? What does it mean service? What is being a Levi all about? So he's going to get a schar even though he's not going to start service for another 30 years. He's going to get schar from the day he was 30 days old because all of that went in. I pay you for your training like we have nowadays. I pay you. I give you schar. I credit you for everything that went in. Shmuel Anavi was a shefet when he was, when he was older. But his chinuch in the Mishkan by Eli, his shimush under Eli, all his tutelage was what made Shmuel the shefet. And therefore, Shmuel was a shefet of Klal Yisrael Kol Yamav. It's the same you said. Moshe was B'nai Aaron's Rebbe from the day the Torah was given, not because anything happened, but that's what went into. That was the preparation. That was the commitment required for the final product, and we consider the commitment and the travails all part of the final product. Chabas.